morning it's thursday the 8th of july and it's blueberry day and a big happy birthday to kevin bacon angelica houston beck and Jaden smith well it took 55 years but finally england's men are in the final of a major football tournament gareth southgate's team took it to extra time against denmark but the game finished 2-1 to england and they're now through to the final on sunday against italy here's that moment when captain harry kane put england 2-1 up harry kane spot for his country. Schmeichel saves! Kane is there to follow in! The world's most dedicated England fan, Ross Kemp, took it very well. (laughs) Yes! Believe! Believe in yourselves! Yes! Yes! Manager Gareth Southgate, as always, was calm and focused. I always felt we would get there tonight, but I always knew it might be a torturous path. We've, we've been so smooth through the knockout phase that we were going to have a hurdle to, to overcome. We knew Denmark were a very good side. They had huge support with them to lift them. There were 32,458 new COVID-19 cases and 33 additional deaths. That's the first time since January the daily case total has exceeded 30,000. Boris was under pressure in the Commons as Keir Starmer came up with a new name for the Delta variant that just might stick. Mr Speaker, let's be clear why infection rates are so clear, are so high. Because the Prime Minister let the Delta, or we can call it the Johnson variant, into the country. And Labour's shadow rail minister, Tanmajit Singh Desi, took the floor to detail the loss of members of his family as the pandemic took its toll. He's had enough of Boris and his advisers. Imagine our collective disgust when in order to curry favour with the Prime Minister's chief advisor, we see psychophantic, spineless, hypocritical government ministers lining up to defend the indefensible. So when is the Prime Minister finally going to apologise to the nation? He could have regained that lost public trust and confidence and he could have demonstrated that it's not one rule for him and his elite chums and another for the rest of us plebs. That wasn't the end of it for Boris either. He then had to face a Commons committee where there was really just one question to answer. That's probably one of the things that you're thinking of, isn't it, Mr Brown? No, no, I'm thinking, uh, did you sack Matt Hancock? Well, let me, uh, let, me, let me continue at this point. Did you sack Matt Hancock? Uh, let me give you an example. This year, uh, the, the gross figure Did would have been considerably Hancock? higher. So on your question about Mr. Hancock, you read about, we all read about the story concerning Mr. Hancock and the CCTV and so forth on, I think, the Friday. And we had a new health secretary on the Saturday. And that's all I have to say on that matter. But did you sack him? The world was shocked yesterday by the assassination of Haitian President Jovenel Moisi in his home in the middle of the night. Gunmen stormed his house, killing him and injuring his wife. Early reports suggested that they posed as US DEA agents. Joe Biden was asked for his thoughts as he left the White House. You need a lot more information, but it's, it's just it's very worrisome about the state of Haiti. Press Secretary Jen Psaki had words of reassurance for the people of Haiti and promises of assistance from the US as required. A state of emergency has been declared, but it's not clear what's going to happen next. The message to the people of Haiti is this is a tragic tragedy. It's a horrific crime. And we're so sorry for the loss that they are all suffering and going through. And we stand ready and stand by them to provide uh, any assistance that's needed. 
Almost exactly six months since Trump supporters stormed the Capitol building, Donald Trump was back in front of press cameras. He announced that he's planning to sue big tech and social media firms over First Amendment violations, although that's almost certainly not a thing. Today, I'm filing a major class action lawsuit against the big tech giants, including Facebook, Google and Twitter, as well as their CEOs, Mark Zuckerberg, Sundar Pichai and Jack Dorsey. Still to come on the Smart 7, we catch up with Ollie Mers and hear from the cast of Black Widow. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. You're listening to The Smart 7. If you're enjoying it, you might also like The Smart 7 Island Edition. Just search and follow us on your favourite podcast platform. Believe it or not, there's other sport on, and yesterday, apart from the Euros, Wimbledon was at the quarter-final stages, and eight-times champion Roger Federer got knocked out in straight sets by Polish 14th seed Hubert Hurkacz. The tennis great seemed a bit stunned after the defeat, unsure if he'd be back to play at Wimbledon again. I really don't know. Um, i got to regroup, you know. My, my goal was always for the last... Year and more to always uh, try to play another Wimbledon. The initial goal, like you know, was to play last year. Uh, that was anyway never going to happen, plus the pandemic hit. So. Now, we all spent a fair bit of our early pandemic jogging on the spot along with body coach Joe Wicks. But now that he's given up the daily YouTube sessions, turns out he's got a podcast. It's on BBC Sounds. And for the latest edition, he caught up with cheeky chappy Ollie Murs, although it turns out that for Ollie, being seen as the cheeky chappy all the time wasn't great for his own mental health. Men have this tough, try and have this tough exterior that we can't speak to people. No, I don't need to. But actually, I really needed to talk to someone. And I suppose my image from what people see of me on TV is, oh, well, nothing affects him. But it does. And I actually do have feelings, and all of us do. We all have problems and issues and things that we need to talk about. pandemic hasn't been great for blockbusters. We've had a few giant movies which have been hanging around waiting for cinemas to reopen. But now that we're back in business, maybe one day we'll even get to see that James Bond film. Anyway, the new Marvel movie Black Widow, which sees stars Scarlett Johansson as that avenging widow, is in cinemas now. The Smart 7 got to catch up with O.T. Fag Benley, who plays Black Widow's friend's own sidekick Mason. And we asked him, surely this can't be a one-time appearance for him, right? I, I would say it would be borderline tragic if it was just the end right you know come on we, we, there has to be there are imaginative fellas and ladies there i'm sure i'm sure more will come of it but um but yeah well i think what's exciting about mason and especially in terms of natasha is it kind of like reveals different parts of her character which i you know and and, and that's one of the things i think is interesting about the whole movie is, is that you know by seeing her sister and her father and i'm like you get to, to learn much more about who she is and that's really a very exciting part about the movie this has been the smart seven wherever you're listening do us a favor and hit the follow button we'll be back tomorrow at 7 a.m have a great day written produced and published by daft doris